Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. This week, I'll be doing my week three roundup of all the early games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright folks, you know what time it is. It is time for the week three roundup. Going through all the games that were played on Sunday, Sunday night, into Monday night. So, let's get into it guys. We're going to start with Cincinnati going to Pittsburgh and beating them 24-10. to In that game, Joe Burrow... Uh, he had a pretty decent game. Um, he he passed it 18 times, completed 14, only 172 yards, but he did have the three touchdowns and one interception. The most important thing, no sacks. So wasn't too much of a rush going on. In fact, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers actually had a 75-game uh, streak where they had a sack, and it was snapped um, yesterday on Sunday. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it's an okay game. It, it looks nice in the, uh, as far as your fantasy stats go. So, you know, if you started him, he didn't do too bad. So, and in terms of Joe Mixon, he was involved, um, 18 rushes, for 90 yards, and he had one catch for four yards. So, you know, he'll take that. You know, he hasn't approached his week one numbers, but he's getting the usage. He's getting the volume, so you want to see that. So, um, be encouraged, guys. So, um, you know, this offense, I think, will come around. I think it will be clicking all on, on all cylinders as the season goes on, so... Um, I don't think you have too much to worry about with Joe Mixon. In terms of the receivers, Jamar Chase, can we now officially cut out the bus talk? Um, this guy has performed well in the first three games. He had a great game in this one. Four catches, 65 yards with the two touchdowns. Um, I think this is a connection you're going to hear about for the next few years, guys. Burrow to Chase, so um, the kid is ready for prime time. He saw five targets and got the four catches, so they already have that chemistry already. So, um, and this only helps the offense. So, um, you know, very good showing by him. Tyler Boyd stepping in because T Higgins, remember T Higgins was out for this one. Tyler Boyd, four catches, thirty-six yards with the touchdown. So. Um, so you'll take that. It's, it's a solid number. You know, you, you definitely take that. The fact that he got in the end zone, that's great. Uh, Chris Evans, who's the, actually the backup running back, two catches, 26 yards for him. And CJ Ozuma, uh, we can pretty much, uh, rule out the fact of him being a factor. Zero catches. And, um, that was on one target, so... Um, it is what it is with that. Uh, in terms of Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, um, threw it 58 times, um, completed 38, 
uh, 318 yards. He had the one touchdown, but two interceptions. He ran it once for five yards, was sacked four times. Um, Big Ben, man. Um, I know that looks like a big number as far as that, but um, I think he we're seeing Big Ben. Um, you're seeing him at the tail end of his career for sure. So, um, couldn't get anything going. Um, yeah, he had the one touchdown, but the two interceptions, you definitely don't want to see that. So, um, guys, I had said this maybe a few podcasts back when I was talking about, um, Mac Jones and Cam Newton. I thought it was a dereliction of duty that the Pittsburgh Steelers did not bring in a Cam Newton. Um, you could have had Cam Newton sit, sit for a year, learn the system. And then once Big Ben, cause looks like, um, we're seeing the last days of Big Ben, have him play out the season. Once the season is over, you know, um, Cam Newton will know that offense, know how it operates and he'll be able to come in and compete as the starter next year. So, uh, again, I thought that was a dereliction of duty that they did not bring in a Cam Newton just to sit there, you know. And even with Big Ben struggling like this, you wouldn't have heard the screens for Cam Newton because Big Ben has cachet in Pittsburgh, let's be clear. But it's obvious he's on the tail end. So, um, as far as Najee Harris goes, um. There's good news and there's even better news. Um, he, he had 14 rushes for 40 yards. But get this. He was targeted 19 times and uh, had 14 receptions for 102 yards. That is the most ever by a Pittsburgh Steeler running back. Um, this is an offense that they prefer their running back to be ground and pound and not playing like this. I offered this up in IG. They need to take us, um, steal uh, the playbook of uh, Sean Payton and use Najee Harris kind of like Alvin Kamara. I think this kid can do both. I think he can run it out of the backfield, and it's obviously he can catch the ball. So, um,. Will they do it? I don't know. But um, if this is any indication, you got a two-way guy here that you can utilize in this offense. And this offense needs help, obviously. So, um, something to consider. Um, as far as the receivers go, Chase Claypool, nine catches, 96 yards. Big Ben was trying to connect with him, targeted him 15 times. Only nine receptions, so he was trying to get it in there, but I think at this point, man, um, Big Ben's arm is shot. Um, Ray Ray McLeod, he had three receptions, 33 yards, and that was on four targets. Um, Juju Smith, who suffered a rib injury in the, um, in the second half of this game, um, but from what I'm hearing reports saying it's not that serious. So that's good news. 
three catches, 25 yards, and that's on four targets. Pat Freermuth, he had uh, three catches, 22 yards, and his first NFL touchdown. So that's good to see from him. Um, James Washington, who's kind of stepped in as that third receiver with um, with uh, Deontay Johnson on, on um, out for this one. Three catches, 20 yards, and that was on five targets. And at this point, guys, Eric Ebron is a no play. Um, put him on the waiver wires. No receptions, and that was on three targets. So safe safe to say, guys, um, Frere Muth is the tight end that you want to own in uh, for the Steelers. So problems? Problems for uh, Pittsburgh. Um, Cincinnati has a uh, good one coming up. Um, they play Jacksonville. They host Jacksonville. So um, Cincinnati is not looking too bad so far. They have the two wins against one loss. Uh, they grab that win next week. You're looking at three and one. Uh, you, you might be on to something here. And in terms of... Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, they're reeling right now, and then next week they go to Green Bay. So um, definitely, definitely, they gotta shore some things up uh, when they face a Rod in that offense. So we'll see what happens. Moving on to the Buffalo Bills trouncing the Washington Football Team. Uh, Washington came into Buffalo and. Um, Got the break speed off them, 43-21. And let's just be clear, uh, a lot was made of this Washington offense. I thought it was going to be a pretty stout offense. They have gotten torched um, pretty much all season thus far. Um, Josh Allen, he he threw it 43 times, connected on 32 passes. 358 yards with four touchdowns. He also had four rushes for nine yards with a touchdown. So he counted for the five touchdowns that they scored. And he wasn't sacked, guys. So definitely plenty of protection he received in this game. And he took advantage of it big time. In terms of the running backs, Zach Moss. It seems like he's emerging now in that that uh, running back room. 13 rushes, 60 yards. And then he had three catches, 31 yards with the touchdown. So he, gone, he has gone from week one inactive to being an integral part of this run, run game. So, And as far as Devin Singletary, seems like he's taken a bit of a back seat here um 11 11 rushes 26 yards uh one catch for zero yards and that's on two targets so it looks like um you know maybe in these next few weeks uh zach moss separates from from the crowd and becomes the rb1 in that room over there we'll see but guys if you have shares in any of these guys, you pretty much got to sit on them. You got to sit on them and see who emerges. But um, right now, this is a two-headed, 
This is a timeshare, guys. There's no other way to say it. It's now a timeshare. I thought possibly with what uh, Singletary did in the first two games, that may not have been the case, but Zach Moss is here to stay, guys. So, In terms of the receivers, Cole Beasley, man. He is one of those guys that fly under the radar, but is as steady as they come. 11 catches on for 98 yards. That's on 13 targets. So, Allen went heavily to um, Beasley in this one. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had a good game. Um, five catches for uh, 94 yards. And, um, and he had a touchdown. Um, two touchdowns, in fact, uh, and that was on six targets. So Emmanuel Sanders getting well acquainted with Josh Allen. Um, that's a good thing if you have shares in him. Um, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox is becoming a legit, uh, tight end. You can at least play, um, you can think about playing him week to week. Um, he's starting to get, see some volume. Four catches, 49 yards, and touchdown. If he can give you that for, um, pretty much on a week-to-week basis, you you take that. Um, yeah, so Dawson Knox is a guy I think will be uh, – guys will be going hot and heavy after after him on the waiver wire. So uh, Stephon Diggs, on the other hand, has had some tough sledding to start the season. Six catches, 62 yards, and that's on 10 targets. So, so for some reason, him and Josh Allen just aren't firing on all cylinders. So um, um, definitely what you don't want to see being that you drafted Diggs pretty much as one of the top three receivers uh, coming off, three or four receivers coming off the board. So this is a bit troubling here. And then get... Gabe, uh, Gabriel Davis, just one catch for 23 yards. So the offense is clicking. Um, Josh Allen is playing, uh, playing up to his standards. So you'd like to see that in terms of Washington. Um, yeah, this offense, we saw what it did last week against the giants, but again, that's the giants. So no surprises there. Um, Tyler Haneke, um, 24 pass attempts, 14 completions. He had two touchdowns, but he also had two uh, interceptions. He did redeem himself uh, on the ground, eight rushes for 21 yards with the touchdown. So you got three touchdowns out of him. I guess you'll take that if you were somehow forced to uh, play him, maybe in two quarterback leagues or as a super flex. Um, in terms of the run game, Antonio Gibson, this could have been a stinker, but, um, thankfully he had the, uh, the, the deep catch 12 rushes for 31 yards. He had the one reception that went for 73 yards and a touchdown and that was on two targets. So kind of saves your day there, but, um, Antonio Gibson, um, I would say he's a sell-high candidate because I think if it wasn't for that reception there, it would have been not so good sledding there. So um, definitely a problem, and there's still 
uh, J.D. McKissick there, so he's going to be a fly in the ointment. So um, I say this is the week. Sell high on uh, Antonio Gibson, if you could. In terms of the receivers, Terry McLaren, after that stellar uh, Thursday night game against the Giants, he kind of came down to earth. Four catches, 62 yards. That's on seven targets. And then Logan Thomas. He he, he has to be played each and every week. Uh, four catches, 42 yards with the touchdown. It seems like whether it's uh, Fitzpatrick or Henneke, they're both looking at um, Logan Thomas, especially in the red zone. So um, definitely he's a guy who, you know, he was probably amongst those next tier guys after Aunt, uh, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, and Kyle Pitts. He was like that next order of tight ends. And um, he's giving you a production, guys. So uh, you definitely take that. Uh, well, speaking of J.D. McKissick, he had two rushes for 15 yards. And then three catches for 23 yards. So, again, he's going to be a flying ointment. He's going to cause Gibson to be just a two-down back. What can you do, guys? Anyhow, um, Adam Humphreys only the one catch for seven yards. And that was on four targets. So, next up for Buffalo, they go to Houston. That should be a... No, no, no. They host Houston. I'm sorry. They host Houston, so um, that should be another good one. Um, Buffalo, I think, is starting to hit their stride now um, after week one. So I think they're really starting to click. In terms of Washington, uh, they could get up off the carpet going to uh, going to Atlanta, who Atlanta we know is no world beater. So um, maybe uh, – Henneke can um, get his numbers up against that squad there, so we'll see. Moving on to Cleveland Browns hosting the Bears. Now, this was one of my value pick guys. Um, I had a feeling the kid, um, Justin Fields, would have kind of tough sledding um, in this one, and you can blame it on a combination of him. You could blame it on Matt Nagy. But um, I just had a premonition about this game. And boy, was I right. Um, so much so, they're now calling for uh, Matt Nagy's head. Uh, whether it's Dan Olofsky, uh Rex Ryan. Er everybody seems to be coming for him. So uh, I'll talk about Chicago in a minute. But let's focus in on the Browns. The Browns, Baker Mayfield... Baker Mayfield, he is who he is. He's not going to take big chances down the field. He'll have a game every here and there where he just goes berserk through the air. But this is a run-dominated offense, so he's going to play within himself. Uh, 31 pass attempts, 19 um, uh, completions of... Uh, 246 yards with the touchdown. He was sacked five times, guys. So uh, that's that's a bit of an alarm there. Um, in terms of the run game, Nick Chubb doing Nick Chubb things. Uh, 22 rushes, 84 yards. Um, Kareem Hunt showing that this is a two-headed um, attack. 
10 rushes, 81 yards with the touchdown. He also had six receptions for 74 yards, and that's on seven targets. So, guys, I'm not telling you anything you don't know already. Both Chubb and Hunt are playable each and every week. So, keep them in your lineups and hope for the best because uh, they've been delivering. Odell Beckham, um, in terms of the receivers, Odell Beckham Jr. returned back to the lineup um, after that torn ACL from last year. Uh, he had nine targets, five catches, 77 yards. A nice debut for him. Nice debut. Um, it's nice to see him back out on the field um, helping the team, so that's always good. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Two catches, 39 yards. Rashad Higgins, two catches, 24 yards. And that was, both of those was on um, two targets each. So, they're kind of filling the gap with um, with Jarvis Landry on the sideline. So, um, kind of filling in things there. Uh, Justin Hooper, two catches, 19 yards with the touchdown. And, um... And he did that on three targets. And then um, David Njoku at this point, you can, uh, if, you, if you happen to pick him up, you could throw him back out on the waiver wire. Um, the pecking order is in terms of the tight end room. It's Austin Hooper first, and then Njoku, and then um, that's the way it goes. So that's it with that. In terms of Chicago... Justin Fields, the kid is, I don't want to say he's in over his head, but you got to design a attack that um, best helps him. You know, you don't want him coming out the gate, flinging the ball all over the yard. So you want to bring him along slow and uh, let the running game dictate, dictate the pass. And Matt Nagy didn't do that for this kid. Um... He passed it 20 times, um, completed only six for uh, 68 yards, and then factor in that he was sacked nine times um, with uh, nine times, and that's with 67 yards. So he basically had a net net yards of one single yard. Wow. You can't do that to this kid. You just can't. So, in terms of, also he had three rushes for twelve yards. Mike, um, not Mike. David Montgomery, um, didn't really get much traction in this one. Um, ten rushes, thirty-four yards, and then he had uh, two receptions for twenty-one yards on four targets so not much happening for david montgomery um yeah but nagy's gonna have to use the run to set up pass he just has to to give this kid a break so and with a struggling pass um a pass game from the quarterback means struggling for the receivers Allen robinson Two catches, 27 yards. That was on six targets. Not what you want to see, of course. Um, Cole, 
Cole Colmet. Um, one catch, 11 yards. That's on four targets. Darnell Moody, everyone's favorite. Um, one catch, nine yards. That's on four targets. And Jimmy Graham right now, uh, you can't even bother with that. So both Jimmy Graham and Marquise Goodwin, zero catches. And that was on one target each. So um, they got to be better days ahead for Chicago. They do uh, host Detroit next week. And Detroit is just, um, they're 0-3 now. Lost a heartbreaker, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, yeah, so if Chicago's going to get up off the mat, next week is going to have to be the start for them. And in terms of Cleveland, they go to Minnesota for a tough one against the Vikings in that offense. So, um, so we'll see what happens there. So, moving on to, um, in fact, speaking of Detroit, Baltimore beating Detroit. Um, 19 to 17, uh, it's funny cause I, I was on IG and Rob Parker put, put down a bet for, uh, for, uh, Baltimore and I was kind of ribbing him. I like, I don't know. Um, Baltimore is missing four guys on defense and he, and he says, uh, Detroit is a bad team, which, which they, they are, but you can't miss that many guys on defense and still expect to, you know, have your normal game. I understand that Detroit is lousy, and it was in Detroit, so um, that has to account for something. So, but nonetheless, they pulled out the victory um, on uh, Justin Tucker, sixty-six yarder. I saw that in real time. And I couldn't believe how it bounced, bounced off the crossbar and over. Unbelievable. Anyhow, so let's talk about Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Uh, 31 pass attempts, 16 completions, one touchdown, one interception. Um, he did run it seven times for 58 yards. So typical line from Lamar Jackson. You like to see a little more touchdowns even on the ground or through the air, but it is what it is. Um, seemed like, uh, the, the Detroit defense stepped up a little. I understand he, um, Lamar, uh, misfired on a few of those, uh, passes that could went for touchdowns, but, uh, Football is a game of inches, so, you know, sometimes you get the inches, sometimes you don't, so that's the way it goes. In terms of the running game, uh, Latavius Murray, seven rushes, 28 yards. Tyson Williams, um, five rushes, 22 yards. Uh, here, here we go again with the word that, uh, Fantasy owners dread timeshare. That's what this is, guys. This is a timeshare. There's no two ways about it. So, um, yeah. So, it was tough sliding in this one, but um, they could get up off the mat um, in the next contest. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about that. Um, in terms of the receivers, 
Uh, Mark Andrews had a nice game. Five catches, 109 yards. That was on six, seven targets. Um, you like to see those numbers for Andrews. Uh, Sammy Watkins, four receptions, 68 yards. That's on seven tar targets. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, uh, three receptions, 53 yards. And that's on seven uh, targets. And uh, Devin DuVernay, two catches, 22 yards on three targets. So, um, so it seems like the pecking order is pretty much amongst those top three. Um, Hollywood Brown, Sammy Watkins, or Mark Andrews. So, so at least the good thing is that you're seeing a much better Marquise Brown than last year. I think having Sammy Watkins there helps him tremendously. And, of course, Mark Andrews. Um, I think just the Watkins, the Watkins presence helped both Andrews and Brown. So, uh, those are good things. In terms of Detroit, Jared Goff, not so good. Uh, 30 pass attempts, 22 completions, uh, 217 yards. He did have one carry for four yards, was sacked twice. Um, in terms of the run game, DeAndre Swift, he seemed to be coming around now. Now, remember, he started the season off hurt. Um, but now it seems like he's playing himself into shape here. 14 uh, rushes, 47 yards with the touchdown, and then also seven, uh, re seven catches for 60 yards. So, and that was on seven attempts. So, so um, DeAndre Swift, if you see, he started sliding in drafts. A lot of um, initially he was like a second rounder, but he started sliding down even going after the likes of Daryl Henderson and um, a few other guys. Um, but if he keeps playing like this, um, if you were one of those people, kind of like myself, who grabbed him when they saw him sliding down the draft board, your patience might be paying off, guys. Um, Jamal Williams still involved as well. 12 rushes, 42 yards with the touchdown. Only two receptions on for 25 yards. So both of them are involved in the run and pass game, which is good. Um, I kind of like uh, Swift's upside better in that regard. But Jamal Williams is there. He looks like he's viable too, guys. So um, if you draft either one of them, you're kind of happy given the, the uh, limitations of the offense. In terms of the receivers, seems like every week it's a different guy leading the room. Uh, Khalif Raymond, um, 10 targets, 6 receptions for 68 yards. And then you have um, Darren Fells, who's the tight end. Uh, 2 catches, 35 yards. He's the backup tight end, rather. And that's on 3 targets. TJ Hawkinson, not, not a good game for him. Two catches for 10 yards. Seemed like there was a concentrated effort to take him out the mix. And then Quintess, 
Cephas, who had the good game last week, came back with one catch, eight yards. And then Amon Ra, St. Brown, the one everybody was talking about in um, preseason, one catch, two yards. So safe to say, keep him on the wave a while till further notice. So um, coming up, Baltimore goes to Denver, the 3 0 Denver Broncos, who are, um, you know, they're playing the hand they're dealt in. Uh, they're 3 0 now. So this should be a good battle here. And then, like, um, like I mentioned before about Chicago, Detroit will be going to Chicago. So that won't be an easy one, even with the struggling um, Justin Fields. Um, I'm sure they'll show up that game plan. So this will that'll be an interesting game, nonetheless. So, all right, guys, moving on to Tennessee beating Indiana. The Indianapolis Colts coming to Tennessee and losing 25-16. to 16. Um, Ryan Tannehill, okay game. Um, he had 27 pass attempts, 18 completions, only 197 yards, but he had three touchdown passes, two interceptions, he also ran it five times for 56 yards, only sacked once. That's you like to see that better than what you've seen previously. So that's good. Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things to 28 rushes, 113 yards. You definitely take that. Um, Jeremy McNichols, um, his backup had a decent game, uh, two rushes, six yards, had the one catch for 10 yards that went for the touchdown on two targets. So, kind of nice to see that in, in the deeper leagues. Um, if you rolled the dice and played them, uh, it kind of paid off for you. Now, in terms of the receivers, um, A.J. Brown had the hamstring injury early in that game. Um, he only He had no receptions on two targets. He did have one rush for three yards. So... Uh, we have to see um, the diagnosis on Brown as the week goes along. Um, I would say, I would venture to say he, I could see him definitely missing week four. Um, anything beyond that, um, not sure yet. We have to still wait for the diagnosis with that. So, um, Nick Westbrook, a, Akine, um, four catches, 53 yards in the touchdown. So, um, so he he's involved in this thing now. Now that um, Brown is hurt, uh, Julio Jones only three catches, 47 yards on four targets. Jeff Swain, who's the tight end, three catches for 27 yards. That's on four targets as well. So. We have to see what goes on with uh, Brown. Um, Got to hope for the best, but it looks like for all intents and purposes, he'll probably miss next week. Um, um, but they might be able to skate next week, given their opponent. I'll discuss that in a minute. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz, kind of being Carson Wentz, really. Um, 37 pass attempts. 
only 19 completions. He did have um, 194 yards and was sacked twice. So, um, yeah, kind of kind of being who he is there. Um, kind of middling. Nice game, one game. Not so nice the other. So that's the that's the roller coaster ride of Carson Wentz. Um, in terms of the run game, Jonathan Taylor still kind of finding his way there. Um, Ten rushes, sixty-four yards, one catch, eight yards, and that's on um, three targets. So you kind of worrying about Jonathan Taylor a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's a uh, buy low guy. Maybe. But Naheem Hines had a good game. Very good game. Six rushes, 25 yards with the touchdown. And then, you know, he's involved in the pass attack. Five receptions, 54 yards. And that's on six targets. So, definitely viable. Definitely um, playable at this point. I don't want to say timeshares smelling like it, but um, we'll see. Being that, you know, they had the equal amount of um, touches in this game. That kind of alarms you if you're a JT owner who, by the way, was going late uh, first round. So uh, you definitely don't want to hear timeshare for a guy you spent the first round pick on. Anyhow, um, in terms of the receivers... Michael Pittman Jr., six uh, receptions, 68 yards. That's on 12 targets, so a lot of misfiring between Wentz and him. Uh, Zach Pascal, two catches, 31 yards, and that's on seven targets. So he was just misfiring all over the place. Paris Campbell, uh, two catches, nine yards. That's on four targets. We had a Mo Alley Cox sighting, two catches for 14 yards, and then Jack Doyle, one catch, 10 yards on two targets. So um, that offense uh, needs to short up and needs to get going. Um, next up for the Tennessee Titans will be going to the New York Jets so they can get um, <laughs> even. Even with them not having A.J. Brown, they should be able to get by the Jets, I think. At least um, you could probably um, run Derrick Henry and get uh, 200 yards against that offense. Um, we'll see. But, I mean, gets that defense. So, And in terms of the Colts, they go to Miami. So, it's both of these teams head to uh, an AFC East team. So, um and then Miami also kind of struggling a bit over there as well. So if Indiana hopes to get off the schneid, uh, maybe a trip to Miami may serve them well. So um, moving on to the next game. Um, let's see how many of these early games I got left. I got three left. Um, let me do one more. And then I'm going to pause for the cause, okay? Um, yeah. And this was a pretty big one here. Um, the 
L.A. Chargers beating the Kansas City Chiefs um, 30-24. This was a huge win for the Chargers. And oddly enough, when they went ahead in this one, they actually gave um, Pat Mahomes plenty of time to uh, march it down the field and get the win. But uh, they they just couldn't um, get all the way down there. Anyhow, um, let's talk about the quarterback. Let's talk about Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert, um, this kid, he's really not letting up, man. Um, he's playing very well at the start of this season. 38 pass attempts, 26 completions, uh, four touchdowns, only sacked once. So the kid was able to do his thing back there with Little to no worry, um, which you always want to see. Um, in terms of the run game, Austin Eckler. This is the type of game you like to see from him. 11 rushes, 55 yards. He had six receptions for 52 yards, and that's on six targets. And he had a touchdown. So if if you're you have shares in Eckler and you see this each and every week, you're a happy camper. You'll take this. So this is the type of game you want to see from Eckler. Um, Larry Roundtree the third, who's his backup. Not much involvement. Four rushes for three yards. And only um, and no receptions on one target. So this is the kind of volume you want to see from Austin Eckler. Um, you'll take this every day of the week if this is your results. Um Turns out the receivers, Mike Williams. Oh, I was talking about him on IG too. Um, never, I, I'm going to say this here, never underestimate the power of a player playing um, for a contract. And that's what this kid is doing, and he is balling out. Um, seven catches, 122 yards, two touchdowns, and that's on nine targets. The kid is, um, he, he is, you know, argument can be made between him and Cup, who's um, playing like the number one uh, wide receiver in fantasy. Um, you can make an argument between one or the other, but both of those guys are balling out. Um, Keenan Allen, solid game, eight catches, 50 yards with a touchdown. You'll definitely take that. That was on 12 targets. Um, Jarrett Cook, three targets he saw, 20, uh, 27 yards on two catches. So he's kind of involved there. And then his backup, uh, Donald Parnum Jr., one catch for 19 yards. So, so guys, this, this offense is clicking right now. It's really um, making its way on the... NFL stage and they're doing well um and this defense here kind of held uh Patrick Mahomes in check um and speaking of Mahomes 44 pass attempts 27 completions 260 yards three touchdowns and he had the two interceptions so um yeah so they kind of kept uh, Mahomes at bay a little bit here, sacked him twice. So, um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, 
it's still solid numbers if you're looking at, at the fantasy points, but you know, you know, Mahomes can do better than that, but um, you know, but those days will come. This was just a tough matchup. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, it's good news, bad news, guys. The really good news is he had seven rushes for 100 yards. He had two receptions for nine yards with the touchdown. So um, you see the volume. They wanted to get him involved. That's why I said he was a value pick because um, I heard all the rumblings. They wanted to get him involved. They did that. He had the nice game. He did lose a fumble. That's the bad news. But, um, you know, he did that early. He lost the fumble early. He still had confidence in him, and he still performed. So you definitely want to see that. You you kind of want to breathe a sigh of relief a little bit. Maybe he's out of his shell now. We'll see. Uh, Darrell Williams, um, his backup, seven rushes, 28 yards. And two catches for 11 yards on three targets. So he's getting the support behind him, but you definitely want to see him seeing volume like this, guys. This, this is um, this is good news if you have shares in him. Very good news. So in terms of the passing attack, Travis Kelsey. What else is new? Seven catches, 104 yards. That's on 11 targets. So. You know him. He's going to be involved any way you slice it. Tariq Hill kept at bay. Um, five catches, 56 yards. And that was on seven um, targets. So they kind of kept him from uh, breaking it long. That's always a good thing. He had the one ca carry for 11 yards. And he too lost a fumble. So a lot of uh, turnovers for the Chiefs in this one. Um Miko Hartman, who actually had the one of the touchdowns, 30, uh, 33 yards on three catches, and that was with four, four targets. So definitely uh, a nice look for Hartman. Still, I would be kind of uh, standoffish about grabbing him. Um, Demarcus Robinson, two catches, 17 yards. Um, J Jody... Jody uh, Fortson, two catches, seven yards, and a touchdown. And then Byron Pringle, two catches for 12 yards, and that was on six targets. Good news for Mahomes. The team just signed up Josh Gordon. Um, Josh Gordon, we know, has been, um, you know, he's had the weed problem. He's um, He's been... Suspended, reinstated, suspended, reinstated. Now he's been reinstated again, and he signed with the Chiefs. So um, he'll go on the practice squad. He'll, um, you know, learn the playbook. Um, so he'll probably be on the practice squad a little bit um, before he comes up to the big club. But I tell you what, guys, if they can find something in this kid, he can give them kind of a boom towards um, the latter end of the season. So um, he's going to be a popular wa waiver wire pickup. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> trying to see if I got room on my roster because um, a talent like this, you, 
you it's it's worth the lottery ticket so um it's kind of like michael thomas with the saints uh you kind of sit on that until um he's ready to come off the pup list um same thing with uh gordon so uh he'll be a popular waiver while pick up people hoping to catch lightning in a bottle and I'm one of them, so uh, so we'll see what happens. So, guys, that is it for the early games. That's all I'm going to touch it, touch on for now. Um, I'm going to take a pause for the calls, but I will come back with your other early games and late games as well. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.